0: All week, right, Cam,
1: people, what is going on? We got another episode of the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast. The only podcast as always, and I mean always, an instant classic. On this episode, DJ, Casey, Justin, and Adam will join you, and we will talk about kind of the state of the business, give a little update of what's been going on. We've been gone for a while, um, so we'll give a little update about what's been going on, where we've been, slash, also, uh, you know, What's kind of been going on in the business in terms of AEW, in terms of uh, Impact, whatever, whatever we want to talk about. What we'll throw, we'll throw some stuff at the wall. WWE, of course. Uh, NXT, of course. Um, probably talk a little bit about the Bash of the Great Americans. We'll talk about Casey's karaoke skills, of course. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll also uh, we'll we'll also be able to. Um, talk about a whole lot of things in terms of what the business and what is going on in the business right now. So we're going to give you a chance to get your popcorn ready, you know, get your drinks. T- tonight, I'm going with the Baja Blast Zero. So, you know, get your, get your drink, get your liquids, uh, and we'll see you guys in just a little bit with our state.
0: of.
2: I'm going with the Corona mini bottles because I feel like Andre the Giant.
3: <laughs> it's Corona time. <laughs>
1: He going with Burr. Um other than that, we'll be back.
2: Right I can't back. drink as much as 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 Andre though. He
1: could drink a lot. He's he's trying though. He he's he's that testing man. it out. He's testing the waters to see if he can. Uh, but nonetheless we'll be right back with the uh states of the business right here on the instant classic wrestling podcast. The only podcast that is always and I mean always and it's classic Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, they mean always, you mean always, she means always, an Instant Classic. Danny he <laughs> Hi! Hey! Take,
3: take, take.
2: <laughs> We will see you on the flippity dippity. Oh
1: yeah! For those of you wondering, we are dancing every time that intro comes on. We What's need a
2: longer on? intro. We
1: do. We we need. It needs to be at least five minutes of, of just.
2: That's you know. not enough time for me to dance. I need to get into it.
1: We. Don't, I mean, we don't need you dancing the whole time. We got. We got to get a little bit of the dancing in. And then, anyway, welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, an instant classic. What's going on? Good people, DJ here, Casey over there, Justin down there, Adam over on the other side. But we're excited to save the business. It's been a while since we've done a video. I think we've all been in uh, different places. Uh, I have, of course, moved. We're always, the- in oh, yeah, we're always in different. Yeah, we're
3: always in different places. Yeah,
1: Casey's right. For That's true. Was. That's true. We 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 all, all are always different places. But one day we will come together. And do a super in-person podcast. Um, it's going to happen one of these days.
2: That's going to be for we WrestleMania. Already, we already planned it. We're gonna we're gonna do a table for three, just. <laughs> well, I did not hear anything you just said.
0: Yeah. Well,
4: <laughs> he,
0: guys, he said
1: table, he said we're going to do, do, a, do a, table a table for Justin for
4: three, and then Justin. <laughs> You'll you be on FaceTime we're just gonna, or Zoom. We're
2: just going to have you on a video screen. On a video screen. We do the pandemic just
4: have a cardboard cut out of you.
1: <laughs> Saying,
0: Danny Dimes.
3: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> gonna be on a That's going to be the only thing
1: Justin says the whole time. Oh. <laughs> or And there he's
4: you fat. have it. He's fat. <laughs> it but means.
1: uh But as we get into kind of our state of the business type thing, we will, of course, talk about kind of the craziness of the wrestling business and how it's going uh, sometime within the video as well. But I think we want to start with Alex to Black, kind of give us some updates on some things that are going on uh, in the wrestling business. Alex to Black debuted for AEW on this week's uh, edition of Dynamite. Um, And, I mean, it it seemed like it was a pretty interesting debut. I kind of like the continuity of the eye thing. Um, Mm -hmm. if you're gonna, I I like that. I thought that was, you know, that was something they didn't have to do. They could have just like, you know, closed their eyes and, uh, you know, no pun intended, closed their eyes and you know, went ahead and just acted like nothing happened there. I (laughs) so they they could have just not worried about it and just because it was kind of it was stupid. That entire angle was completely dumb. Uh, but I like the continuity of it. You know. I think they kind of molded their molded his character around the end of his WWE time, which is something that does not happen very often. Uh, I don't think I, – I, it's been a long time since we've seen a character uh, be reintroduced in another promotion that kind of feeds off of what they did in the previous promotion uh, in terms of, like, the storyline. Yes, sir. Uh, Miro. True.
4: Best man, crashes a wedding, comes over for –
1: True. Sure. True. Sure. That's a good one. Best that is a good man
4: one. Just trying to be with Kip Sabian and Penelope Pitstop. I mean Nellope Ford. But but I digress.
1: <laughs> so I mean that that just means that AEW is doing something, right? Uh that's that is a cool way to because I mean I feel like sometimes when people debut in other promotions the other promotion tries to forget the fact that that other promotion exists. You know, whoever it is, it it always tends to happen. Um, but none the, nonetheless, uh, real real quick before we get jump into it, um, Ronnie Ronnie s Ronnie Ronnie, s, Ronnie s, uh, says he can't jump into uh, wrestling these days. I think the Corona era really screwed the industry for a while. Um, I know we All want right. to talk about House of Black, and while we're here on this topic with Ronnie. I feel like wrestling has been on a decline for a good little bit, unfortunately.
3: Even before the Uh, pandemic,
1: because I'm gonna be honest, I was one of and and I think I told Casey about this. I think back when Casey and I were doing shows by ourselves, uh, I, I was talking to Casey and I was like, "Yeah, I was really excited for Raw this week." I know it sounds weird. This was back when everybody was like, "Raw, who's watching Raw anymore?" And I was really excited. Like I was religiously watching Raw, watching pre shows. I literally had a had a routine. I would go to the what was the store called? Oh, I can't remember. Ingles, Ingles. Because I thought it was Inglés. It's not Ingles. I would go to Ingles. I would get three chicken wings. I would get two sides of mac and cheese, and I would come watch the pre-show and the pay-per-view every time. Never failed. He,
2: he would. Every
1: Never fail. And even when Raw came on, I would religiously be excited to watch Raw. I watched Raw on Monday and I said, I cannot do this. I literally cannot do it. There's like, there's parts of it that are actually watchable. There's other parts of it that are absolutely horrible, like bad, like to the point, like I don't think there's an adult wrestling fan that watches that doesn't have any issue with the, the, the product in some way. Even my dad, who could care less about the inner workings of the business, ha- just wants to watch it for what it is, will watch things and be like, they messing up wrestling. Straight up. I, I mean,
2: I, I can't, I, I'm going to kind of take the other side of this argument because I think, yes, in a way it did hurt the business um but at the same time i think it helped it in a lot of ways too um uh the, that is true the no fans kind of hurt it but at the same time like you should be able to work a match and you know make it feel like there's fans there either way because when you're in training and you're you know doing like exhibition matches or whatever you don't have fans there but you're still working like there's fans there you're still you know quote working the crowd um so it should be no different than that especially if you're in the wwe if you're in the wwe you're the best of the best so you should be able to still work a match and make it entertaining whether there's fans there or not. Yes. You know, when, uh, when there's big title changes and you want the fans there for the pop, I get that. But for the most part, you could still work it. And also there was a lot of cool stuff like the boneyard match and other things that they necessarily, not that necessarily wouldn't have been able to be done without, you know, the fans not being there. So it kind of benefited it as well. Also, I think indie wrestling really benefited because there was still indie shows going on. I mean, the midst of the pandemic, not many, but still, you know, there was a lot of guys that have worked the entire pandemic, um, and, and some uh, uh, some promotions really, you know, help really kind of got help from the pandemic just because people still wanted to go to see wrestling shows. Whether you could only have five people in the crowd or 10 or 15, people were still going to try to go to those shows just because they want to see wrestling. So it kind of helped the indie scene as well. Um, So there's kind of pros and cons of each side, I think.
1: Yeah. And I think too, in terms of like, Cause the, cause the main point was the Corona era kind of messed up everything for everybody. And, and it, let's just be honest, you know, it, it, it definitely hurt. I, I think, you know, on one hand, I agree with, with Casey that wrestlers should be able to work a match without necessarily there being fans and still make it entertaining. But I think the one thing that the Corona era taught us, if nothing taught us anything uh was fans me a lot to wrestling fan. thank you thank you because i was going to forget that and you and i think you read my mind wait, forgetting wait. that as wait. i go along
2: didn't impact by the business
1: like 15 years ago that, that is true impact did go out of business <laughs> um at least 25 30 years ago i thought <laughs> uh, so i think Yes, we learned about the importance of fans and how those reactions really get you interested in matches. Um, you know, those reactions of "this is awesome chance that we hated so much," the fight forever chance that I hope they retire, uh, the fight forever chance. They do get you into these matches. They do get you interested in these matches. When it comes to Impact, um, I think it, I definitely think it did hurt Impact because Justin yeah. and I, of course, have talked about this a lot. That they needed something because they were having good matches. Like that was the thing. Like Impact was having good matches, but then because they were having good matches, there were times where you couldn't even get into it because there was nobody there to to cheer on those guys. Um,
0: And sometimes was it it Josh
1: Alexander and TJP who had like a potential match of the year candidate that people probably didn't watch because there was no crowd.
3: Yeah, it was that one hour. It was no, it was a thirty minute Ironman match. No, I think it was before that. I yeah. think they had a
1: they had a pretty good well, match before that. It was the one with Ace Austin. I can't remember.
3: Yeah, it and, was one of those.
2: I, I mean, I, but at the same time, Impact Corona or not has its ups and downs, and when yeah. they have their ups and downs, they are extreme ups and downs. It's not like little like peaks and valleys like WWE will have or any other promotion. It's like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing in the world. Oh my God, it's great. And then oh my God, they're going out of business. There's no in between. There's literally no in between.
1: And two and Casey and I we Casey and I talked about this a lot. Impact is more scrutinized than than anybody. And I think we can all agree that Impact has never, never ever had the backing that AEW well, had in terms of a, a rabid fan base that is gonna protect them at all costs. Well, they oh, never man. got that luxury.
2: And also with Impact, uh, one of like the detriments to them is like all of the changes that they've had in their entire existence. Yeah. They have changed their name so many times, they have changed you know, management so many and times, they, they have changed change owners so many times, it's changed like,
3: channel so many times, like it's you, crazy. You,
2: well, ch- channel doesn't really matter that much to be honest um, i mean but it
4: kind of does
2: not not to the extent like i would i would follow a wrestling promotion from channel to channel if they were consistent in who they are what they want to do management ownership booking
1: can i can i uh can i make a rebuttal to that point because no no you can because can't. No. I think the channel matters. No. Sir, the channel I, said matters.
2: No. Sir right? I said
1: no. Sir, I cha- said no. Because you know I'm about to make a good point. I, I understand. The channel The channel matters for casual fans. The channel doesn't matter for us because we're going to find it despite ourselves. We don't care where Impact goes. We're going to find it if we want to watch that's, it, of course. That's but what, like,
4: was what I was going to go with.
1: But like casual fans, the one that comes to mind uh, most often for me is Rabbit because he just – he was a WCW guy for so long and, and like that was what he watched. That was his wrestling. That was his Monday night sit down and I, watch. I, but, I, I, but but he is, so fucking,
2: not, he is so stuck in his ways anyway. Like if it doesn't have the the, the man the monster, the beast, the <laughs> whatever the hell, it's
1: it like it's trash. But but yeah, but I think at the same time, like, you can put him in a casual fan's mold. He likes a certain type of wrestling in the same way that the casual fans nowadays are clamoring for something serious, something that's worth a darn, and something that's sports, sport-like that is consistent. And I think we're all clamoring for that, but more so casual fans are like, I can't watch Raw. It's absolutely horrible. Why would especially
3: I that? and especially, it's three hours long. Like, nobody wants to sit through a terrible book show that's three hours long that insults our intelligence. Like I just can't do it now. And especially with there being no fans, I just I just can't do that.
1: I could sit through all if it was good. I'd
3: I, rather have I'd rather have Vince Russo writing the show.
4: I don't now. Oh. now think about what oh. you just said. <laughs> oh, I don't. Can
0: I keep it out now? <laughs> Bro,
1: but I, but, but what I feel is like wrong with you. <laughs> I feel like the 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 fan who ro- watches every promotion of wrestling, who would watch every promotion there ever was, is easily gonna find wherever Impact may be, whether it's on Twitch well, or whatever. But like the casual fan is not, the, and mm-hmm. and so, but some insane. of it is is the decline of television too like some of it is the decline of television if you're not flipping through channels anymore you're going on Netflix and i don't know why the heck there's no wrestling promotion on Netflix i don't know why the heck nobody's been like netflix hey hey uh we can help well, y'all out here
2: also an issue that i have is like WWE has they own the rights to the libraries of like ICW um, evolve progress, evolve
1: all that stuff. Yeah. You talk about uh, NXT, ICW, NXT, evolve. Um, what else? What else is there, I think.
2: But they, they are not promoting this stuff uh-uh. that will get so many casual fans to be like, Oh, who's this guy? Let me go check him out.
1: Like, well, you got to remember too, and, and we talked about this before in a previous video. WWE cares about the brand. That's why everything is NXT Evolve, right? Because they're trying to like promote their own brand within this whole what everybody, what you know, our, uh, the hardcore fan may know as Evolve. The issue with that is that completely changes what Evolve was, um, and it like Wait, takes does, away. From that.
2: Did actually say NXT Evolve? I don't remember yeah. it saying NXT Evolve. Yeah, yeah,
1: there, yeah. There's a there's a show that's NXT Evolve. I've seen it.
2: Well, I, I've I've seen them I, promote it.
1: I've seen the, them promote it.
2: The other Evolved so shows are just Evolved shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but they're trying to, to like, like rebrand like, it to be a WWE branded show, like always.
2: But still, it it's still an introduction to other like, promotions, other wrestlers, because there's there's wrestlers on there that aren't contracted with WWE. Uh-huh. That well, probably should be, but still.
3: Speaking of, you know, we're just talking about, you know, kind of like, you know, how wrestling is going down and stuff like we're talking about. So last week, um, Impact, you know, they hit the lowest like ratings like they were like at 69K last week and they were going there. I think Impact was saying, oh, you know, that was because, you know, something was wrong with like the TV guide." It's like, come on, like, why do you have to blame it on the TV guide? I mean, seriously, I mean, you can watch like. I, I don't understand why.
1: I know what it was. I know, I know what it was. Tell me. They they looked at the wrong demo. That's what it was. They looked at the
2: wrong demo. <laughs> they looked it at it the wrong demo. Obvious... <laughs> they they were trying bad. to switch the channel to the right channel, and the the, the remotes didn't work. <laughs> All the remotes just stopped working.
1: <laughs> People and, thought they were back on Spike. That's what it was. What it was.
2: And <laughs> also,
3: I feel like with this whole Kenny Omega stuff, you know, it really—I ha- mean, yeah—it's helped out a little bit, but it's, i don't think Kenny Omega has like been this Please like lord him and Savior. my TV. It hasn't Please. been this like Lord and Savior for like to save impact and stuff like to make the ratings go up like so drastically.
1: Well you can't just do it with Kenny.
3: Yeah I know you, you can't this, just do you yeah got you got, got, this got
1: promotion that has yeah. this rabid fan base that well, that you could literally poop on the ground and say hey there's poop and the fans will be like hey hey there's poop hey hey look look this poop so you have to you have to do that in the same way with impact like you mm-hmm. have to promote them on your promotion, so those rabid fans would be like, "Oh, Kenny Omega's on Impact! I love Kenny Omega! I'm gonna go watch Kenny Omega!" But hey, we've hey, also I, talked I about go, it.
4: I gotta go. I gotta go clean up this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: go we, ahead. We we've talked about it before. The deal, the whole deal with Impact and AEW, has only benefited AEW. Yeah. It has not. It has not benefited Impact at all. How many Impact guys have you seen go over to AEW? But you see Kenny Omega and AEW guys on on Impact well, we saw, all the time. Yeah, we saw right. Matt Hardy and Private let me, Party. Let me give
4: you the list. gonna say let me give you the list. Matt Hardy, Private Party, the, Miss minus Kenny. Matt Hardy, Private Party. And well, gals
3: and Anderson, they're signed with. They're signed with Impact
4: right but they're more heavily exclusive now yeah on AEW more yeah. oh yeah impact.
3: you can't forget about the, Tony Khan you know he goes over to impact sometimes and you can't Tony the, Khan the, does the, not matter the con, the con man we don't we don't <laughs>
2: speak
4: of
3: him have all
4: been conned by the 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 con man the
1: markiest of marks <laughs> the yeah. I, of the year i just I, I mean, because you know, back to back to Ronnie's point, I I can I can understand you know your thoughts on Impact. It's just and why does AEW have some attendance but Impact has none? That's that That's well, on because they,
3: they do. Think... They're pre taped right now. Like they they tape their stuff in way advance, and you know. I guess you know AEW they do their stuff live and stuff but at SummerSlam anniversary they're going to be having fans back and then I think they're going to be having some tapings and then yeah, fans yeah, will be back for those they would,
4: they would be they would it would be career suicide <clears throat> for them to try to go into many, you know different buildings what right now because they do not have the budget to do so
0: mm-hmm. yeah, well
4: AEW, well no. AEW AEW again with the Money Mark of Money Marks now after they went through their process of trying to do shows uh, at Daily's place, now they can they can expand because they ha- they have been doing well with their pay per view revenue. So they mm-hmm. now have the means to Impact does not so, well. I mean, they're and they're I, just trying to, and I'm not saying that they're necessarily a sinking ship, whatever. Though, they're just stagnant. That's all. Yeah, that's all they are.
1: Yeah. Well, I think too, like you know, it comes down to going back to this point it comes down to, to business too you know it's, it's it's a business decision right it's aew said and you know we've, we've talked about aew and their uh, thoughts on uh, let's just say the virus um we, we, we've talked about th- they're coming from a different standpoint than I guess impact it is because uh, we because we've talked about it before I mean you could get like like impact doesn't need fans per se you can have plant fans uh, or like indie wrestlers who just want to get their rub elbows with guys in impact it's, to come it's studio over
4: wrestling. It's old, yeah. old studio wrestling.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's not like it's not, it's not something that they couldn't do. Uh, I think it was just a business decision for them. They didn't, I, I'm assuming they didn't feel like it was safe in the smaller arena that they use to have, to have fans. Now, Justin and I talked about it. Could, could they have some, uh, could they have you know a, a selection like some, of, some team of the locker room, room you know hanging some out of the locker room that's already there anyway? Yeah, I did mean they, they did that. that. <laughs> they did that for one
3: show, but it was like only for that uh, Josh Alexander and uh, TJP match, and then then they went backstage after that. I was like what?
1: Cool.
3: Uh, yeah,
2: bring it. Bring in indie guys. Yeah, they they do it all the time for guys with extra work with WWE. Mm-hmm. Like anytime like uh you have somebody thrown out in the crowd onto fans, those fans most of the time are workers. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, especially when like Johnny Gargano got like ricocheted into the crowd, the guys that he landed on were workers.
1: Well, you and, know? and let's let's just be honest, like you could probably get any wrestlers to do it for nothing if you don't have the budget. Like Exactly. And yes. that's what I'm saying. Like there's indie wrestlers that just want to glean information off of other guys who are in Impact, who want to grow, who want to develop. And Casey is one of them. He wants to
4: sir, get that spotlight. Sir, you are banned from the building. You <laughs> been...
1: Now, and I don't know Ronnie if you're talking about uh what what they did is what they did in NXT um, which I thought was the, be- uh, the best way—the best way to do it was have the roster be out there, have indie guys or whatever be out there and cheer on the guys. Because I thought that was way better than uh, the Thunderdome uh, and way better than having no crowd at all. Uh, some some noise is better than no noise to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I-, I thought NXT worked well because it was it was NXT trainees. And most of them were guys that were kind of unknowns. It wasn't like, you know, having, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano or, you know, Adam Cole or whatever in the crowd. It was, you know, guys that are training in in NXT, but you maybe didn't necessarily know, especially if you're a casual fan. I mean, oh, you're... you're talking
3: about the NXT um, being around the ring for like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown stuff? You're talking about that, right? Like
2: In the crowd, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're a super indie fan, like, you probably picked out certain guys here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the average fan, they're not going to know. Uh,
1: no. Well, we talked about it before, too. If we're talking about what they did with the main roster, that's probably because the main roster is so darn scripted that even the even the plant fans that they would have they would script them to a t as well so the issue with that is you're not getting those organic reactions that you would get from a normal crowd because you're trying to script them to make your show seem as however you want it to seem
2: well and the the negative of the having them in the in the crowd especially in NXT was like you're not and maybe I noticed this more just cause like I, I'm around it all the time. You, do. you were getting not so much like wrestling fan reactions. You were getting reactions from the boys. Like th- there's a difference between how fans react to a match and how other workers react to a match, you know, and you kind of pick that up. Um, so you like, it w- it was a different reaction. To like, they were way over the top with their reactions and like, you know, banging on the plexiglass and it was, it was just way over the top, which is more of a like a, how the how the boys are going to react but rather again, than
4: fan. Again, better than nothing, though. So, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, as even even as sanitized and, the, and how squeaky clean the environment was, it was at least something as opposed to just deadpan silence. Mm -hmm. regardless like even when it it was right around mania when uh, the pandemic hit i thought wwe did a pretty damn good job with what they had there was no blueprint on how to go about this with no with no fans in the crowd they did the best they could everybody this is impact this is impact this is roh this is
3: aw
4: yeah they they Started migrating on the fly more and more. I think AEW did it better in terms of having the locker room on the outside. You had the heel side and you had the face side. They at least had a little bit more, a little bit more of an organic reaction to what was going on. Even though sometimes they kind of force fed storylines based off of that, which to me was was a little sloppy but nonetheless but i mean yeah whether it was scripted to be like you know like you know hey at this point of the match you're going to be doing this make sure you get wild up whatever though I, I would rather have that than just
2: dead silence hmm. yeah but Re- real real quick in this comment uh wait go back go with that what you doing what you man what what's what's that that's what if you. What's that last part he said? Was that last part right it? Was irrelevant that? Irrelevant. What was that last part right there? What did you say
1: right
2: it, there? Irrelevant. What was, uh, what, was the, what are those last three words right there? What, what is that? What uh, is that? Is that right say Casey period. Uh, was was that was that your right, Casey? That that's that. This man knows.
1: This man did. knows. Sorry, why, I mean, Ronnie? I don't know why you. I don't know why you did it, my like dad. I don't know
4: why. He's going to project that to us all week.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. God.
1: Remember when I was right? It's going to be horrible. Remember that
2: one time we right?
4: It's
1: going to be horrible. Oh, um, right, but,
2: oh, right there. That's right. Can we just blow uh, that up on the
1: screen? Is that
2: is that a feature on here?
1: Not. Um, <laughs> can we, can we make this. that a t shirt? I mean, you're the t shirt guy. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Black's uh, debut, um, of course, we got on the sidebar, which was kind of the main bar of the the, the thing, so kind of kind of worked. Um, Alistair Black's debut on, on AEW, and I think since the last time we've talked, uh, Andrade has debuted on AEW. Yes. is there any mm-hmm. any more debuts to note of that, I, that uh, you can think of?
3: Was it Mark Henry? Oh, maybe Mark, we already talked I, about one. I think we talked
2: about him. Zelina Vega returned to WWE. Yep, yeah,
1: Zelina Vega returned. Um, I think that was a Tegan knocks her jerk from injury. That's another one. And, 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 and also, and, and be- uh, Shotzi
3: right and Tegan, you know, they're on the main roster now, I guess. Uh, Tony
4: Bailey Storm. Hurt. Tony Storm got announced that she's going to be on SmackDown.
3: Yeah. The draft is coming up here soon. Th- that's going to be nice to shake oh, things up again. Because I, de- I tell you what, Raw, Ra- Ra needs Super a
2: shake.
0: Up. shake up. The Can we,
2: can we <laughs> stop with the draft? Can we, can we stop?
1: Can we just stop? <laughs> right. <sighs> um. Jumping into Alistair Black's debut, which I thought was um, a good, a good debut. I think it was, it was interesting. I think. I think somebody had rumored it out there before it happened. I don't remember. I really didn't get a chance to watch the debut per se. I watched a little bit of it, uh, but I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. So I'll kind of kick it to you guys on, on your thoughts. I'm going to probably pull it up while, while you guys give your thoughts.
2: Towards... There was there was a lot of positives and a lot of negatives. We'll
1: start
3: that, with the, uh, the
1: in-between. Start with the negatives. That start Adam with between about it.
2: The in betwinst was uh the nice suit though with the nice vest. I like it. Very CRO omalley esque Um, you know. So that did was he, did he do
4: gimmick infringement?
2: I you know what? I like him, so I'm gonna let it slide. Okay. Okay. You know, so
4: this, I just is one time thing.
2: All right. This is a one time I told him, and I and I told him. I called him. I said, listen, you gotta you gotta you gotta calm it down. You you can't be looking as sexy as C.R. O'Malley. It's, you can't do that. You can't. And
4: then he roundhouse gets you in the face like Rex Kwando. He did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rex <Kwondo>. uh <laughs> Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, Adam and I were talking about it more so with commentary um, being <clears throat> being coherent and like you you either have to go with like you know it's happening, you know he's going to debut, you know he's going to be here, you know who he is or you do the whole NWO or the the whole outsiders where wait, I I know these guys, but wh- but why is he here? You don't go uh who is, is that Tommy End? Oh, but, oh, oh wait, no, he's called uh, uh Mordecai or Malachi Black or whatever, blah blah blah. Just, Mordecai? Yes, Mordecai. That's what it makes me think of. Malachi. We
4: need, le- we need less Akai.
2: Yeah. But, <laughs> like, make it feel like you know what's going on, not like you were just handed a piece of paper and like, oh, his name is Malachi Black. Like, it just made it feel unprofessional. On top of that, and this is something more on, like, you don't put as a commentator, as a manager, or whatever. You don't put yourself over; you put the talent over. And again, it's it's with uh, Excalibur saying like, "Oh, well, I, I wrestled this guy 15 years ago in wherever Germany." No, you, you, that that is it's not a big thing, but it's still putting yourself over. You don't put yourself over. You put the talent over. Like nobody should care that you wrestled him 15 years ago. Cause you're a commentator. Also, why the hell are you still wearing a mask as a commentator? That's a sidebar thing that we can get onto at some other point, but it just, there was no consistency. His, the debut was fine. The, deb- the debut itself was fine I liked it I liked him taking out art Arn and I liked him taking out Cody it made sense and I I'm I'm getting to be okay with the name because I I looked into it and it was his idea it was it was a gimmick that he'd been wanting to do in WWE um I think it was actually the gimmick he was starting to do before he was released so okay. If, if it's something that he was working on and that he's been wanting to do, I will I will let the, the name slide. And a friend of mine was talking to me about it and saying, like, if you say that Malachi Black debuted in AEW, you're going to be curious and be like, okay, who is Malachi Black? And for the cat more casual fans, they're going to look into it. And my friend was saying, like, <laughs> Not necessarily that Vince and uh, Tony Khan are working together, but there's obviously like moles in in the companies that are feeding each other information and helping each other in a way. Because again, if casual fans hear like "Oh, Mordecai Black" uh, or "Malachi Black," I, I it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Um, debuted, they're gonna be like, "Who is that?" And then they're going to look into it and they're going to be like, Oh, well, uh, who, who is Tommy end? Who is Alistair black? Where are they going to go? Then they're going to go to the network because again, WWE owns the catalogs to a lot of the promotions that he worked in before he was in WWE. So it's kind of, it, it, it backtracks to WWE either way, but, Again, they're going to be more curious if they hear, oh, Malachi Black debuted. Okay, who's that? I want to look into who that is. I want to find out who that is. I, I mean, if you just say Tommy End, you know, debuted, yeah, a, a bunch of indie marks are going to know who that is, but t- it, it it made me realize that, yeah, that's not going to be as good of a idea as if you just change his name. And make it more like, oh, who is Malachi Black? Um, but again, I, the the debut was fine. Uh, it was just commentary. You need to be consistent. You need to know. You, you need to sound like you know what you're talking about, or make it make sense. So, I'm sure Adam has more to add to that because he's. Uh... <sighs>
4: For me, <clears throat> yes, like the debut was fine. Although I'm getting a little annoyed that every time someone days views, it seems like it's always against Cody. Because, and I was actually having a conversation with a buddy of mine about this. It's like, when that happens, that that's telling me that they are perceiving as Cody as the biggest star of the company. He's one of them. I wouldn't say he's the star. I would still contest that that is still Jericho. He's,
3: he's on the, that um, Triple H level. He's gonna bury him. He's gonna bring out that golden shovel. <laughs> I, I mean, if he does that, if if he does that, I'm gonna be. If he does that to, uh, um, Malachi Black, you know, I, I'm gonna be upset.
4: Who who knows? But <clears throat> there, again, like I'm not, I'm not really crazy about the name, but like the way. Casey was explaining it to me earlier. I'm like, okay, I can I can get it. But yes, the biggest indictment is on Excalibur. Because how he presented it, yes, you presented it like yes, you know who it is, but you also you also reveal the fact that it's like you knew he was coming to the company. I'm like, why not just lay lay out and just be shocked of what's going on? That the first person that he kicks square in the face is Arn. It's like he just he just com- committed the ultimate sin, attacking the legend. It's either that or like what me and Casey were kind of collaborating on, it was let him say what the name is. Let him reveal yeah. who he is and what his intentions are. Not just be like, I wrestled him 15 years ago as Tommy Inn, but now he's he's Malachi Black. It's like no one's gonna know Excalibur. the thing is, you don't always have to know the person. Like you can leave it, <clears throat> you can leave it obscure. You don't you know it's like you, you don't always have to show your hand in that instance. So that that would have been me. It was just like let let it organically grow and just wonder like, oh my god. The other thing I would have done too was Cody wrestled earlier in the night
3: yeah see is- that's what I was wanted to talk about like when they made the li- lights go dark earlier in the night like like oh yeah, dude it's like a power outage or something and like the commentary you know they kind of sh- you know shrugged it off I like, like I thought that was like a little awkward there like I feel like that something <laughs> was gonna happen later on in the night and then when the lights go dark you know later on in the night you know they stayed darker for a little longer so I mean this the surprise was cool but I, I agree with both y- you <laughs> and Casey. Like, like, yeah, Excalibur. Like, he was just like all over the place. He wasn't consistent. Like, is he Malachi Black? Is he Tommy? End? Like, like they he wasn't consistent at all. Well, yeah. And,
4: people, Excalibur gave gave nothing to Jr. because Jr. was like, because who is this Tommy End or Malachi Black or whatever his name's gonna be? It's just like, like you guys have a fucking clue.
1: My, you know, like, my
4: thing is a little bit.
1: My thing is, you know, um, what they could have done. Uh, which I think like you said like you said Adam uh, and I might be like completely copying your answer uh, cheating on the test here but like what they could have done was had him kick on right have it for lack of a better term fade to black. oh my goodness what's going on what what just happened but he turned the lights off so it's so, so show's over bye see ya who was that? Like we've seen him before, but who is this guy? We've seen him somewhere. We've seen something. We've seen the vignettes. It doesn't matter. Fade to black, fade to his vignette, whatever. And then have it in the show that way. And then you're kind of, for those who don't know him, you're in this air of mystery. Who is this guy? What just happened? You end the show on something that's like, okay, next, I got to watch next week because I got to figure out who this guy is. But at the same time, you know, you can even put like you can even have that vignette play and it be like Malachi Black or something. Then you're like, who the heck is that? Who who is Malachi Black? Who is this guy?
2: Well, similar to that, what I would have done is I, I would have had him debut again, similar to the outsiders, where the commentary just goes, Wait, what what is what is he doing here? What what is who what is he you don't say his name, you don't say his name at all. You don't say a name at all. You just, you kind of hint that you, we know who this is, but why is he here? He takes them out, fades, ends the show. Next week, next, fades to black. Next week, you have, you have a, uh, either a promo or a vignette where like, it's, you know, a dark room, you know, with like candles or whatever fits his gimmick and he again he goes you know why he's here who he is um you know his name all that let him say that and it it then it would help the gimmick cuz you understand the gimmick more
1: i get it i get it i get it i get it then you have you have excalibur come out, come out and be like i fought him 15 years i got oh no, we were taking that out we were we were omitting that, okay. So. He comes in and he goes, Hey man, remember when we wrestled fifteen years ago
2: and then Alistair yeah. the Black kills him. <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: You know, I'll tell you what, WWE they screwed up when the, you know they because it wasn't something like with his contract, that's why he didn't have to do you, the nine. You could have you could have just
2: ended that sentence at WWE screwed up <laughs> and it would have I mean yeah, they screwed up by releasing him. But no, they they, they you're you're right. They messed they so basically, NXT wrestler uh, superstars have a thirty d thirty day no complete clause. Thirty d, thirty d. Yes, they. they <laughs> thirty d They have a thirty day no complete compete clause because if you are released from from NXT, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean. Whereas mm-hmm. when you go up to the main roster, then it is extended to a ninety day. Somewhere in that. They did not update his contract to a ninety-day no compete clause, so he still had just a thirty-day no compete clause. So he was released about a month ago. Month later, he's on AEW, which was smart on AEW's part to grab him as quick as they could.
3: Yeah, that yeah yeah that's smart on their part. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, also, I, I kind of want to go to like a sidebar. Do you think with no. you know all all these um you know um superstars that you know xw talent that aw is hiring is hurting aw
2: no hey remember period. when they said they weren't gonna take all the uh former wwe guys <laughs> and, and
1: where's the criticism
4: Jericho and they're using that against him and rightfully so
1: <laughs> i'm just curious though like where's all the criticism for them taking xw guys aw fans? I'm just curious because
2: he never criticized AEW. Because
1: right? when TNA did it, sorry, my fault. <laughs>
4: well, no, speaking of that, real, real quick. This, this sidebar to the sidebar to the sidebar. One, one thing I want to bring up because you mentioned the fans, you mentioned TNA, it made me think. Okay, one more thing. Which, by the way, folks, follow <laughs> us on TikTok, the ICW podcast page. So. There was there is a gentleman on there. His name is Heel Josh, and oh god, he played. I can't stand he, him. He played a clip from uh, from Busted Open with Bully Ray and Dave Lagreca, and they were talking about the promo that Eddie Kingston cut after they went off the air a couple of weeks ago. And Heel Josh said, "This is another reason, another daily reminder why Bubba uh, Bully Ray is stupid." And he was essentially saying, bully, he was essentially saying that I love Eddie, but he needs to sh- shut the F up and stay in his lane. Because when you're, when you're poking the bear and you're acknowledging the other side, when you're trying to garner reaction to, quote, send them home happy, you come off disingenuous. Because, and again, he never said specifically WWE. He just said the other channel. Well, here's the problem, Eddie. Who are you referring to? You're talking about Fox? Are you talking about USA? Either one of those are garnering more ratings than you guys are, TV. which is oh, say sorry. you know say what you want. And what, that, what's what kills me when it when it comes access to access TV <laughs>
1: stance, <clears throat> is
4: <laughs> is they're talking about how great their partner their, their product is, but they're doing nothing to garner new ratings. But anyway, well, um, and 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 I. And again, I'm a big Eddie Kingston fan, but that was not the way that you go. Because, like like Bully said, wave the banner. Tell me why AEW is good without acknowledging the quote, well, other channel.
2: Also, in that TikTok, Hill Josh talked about, you know, oh, well, didn't you do the exact thing when you, you know, came and. Uh, you, when you debuted in Impact and talked about WWE, and I was like, that is completely different. That was on air, and that was to get a in reaction character. in character, to get a reaction, to get people to be like, oh, we should tune in to Impact. That wasn't after the show went off the air to just the crowd that was there. Like,
4: when like when Taz went to went after all the world champions at the time when he was doing the FTW thing, the original FTW thing, where I am the Crown World Heavyweight Champion, all these other guys, Hogan, you know, and he started running through everybody. He was he was saying that he was showing disdain for the other companies but again in character as the Tad yeah. Taz character, not Peter Peterson. As Taz, because those guys are afraid of me. They can lace up my boots. I'm the uncrowned champion. But he did it, he did it in character form. Yeah. Regardless, regardless of that, whatever though, if I'm to hire somebody as a consultant or, or anybody to help me book, or just take take into consideration with the guys saying, whatever though, Bully's gonna be the wise guys I'm calling. Because yeah. You talk about evolving because, just yes, like this is a guy that came from AC, ECW. I almost said ACDC. Came from ECW, the hardcores of hardcores. Then the work evolved where he, him and him Devon and are arguably one of the best tag team wrestlers ever. It, like pure tag team wrestling, not just all the hardcore stuff, pure tag team wrestling. The dude's been around for a long time. I think he has garnered enough cachet with us to have an opinion on the matter but just the fact that everybody went after him because as as casey alluded to heel josh is like you know yeah but you went into tna and said wwe i got two words for you trademark this or whatever it's like yeah dude it was at the tail end of a of a pay-per-view in character and people know who bubba ray is yeah. And sorry, Eddie, you've been, you've been around the block for 19 years. You had an opportunity to go to WWE. You decided not to God bless you. Cody can talk shit. Jericho can talk shit. Anybody who's ever set foot in that company has got a valid opinion of said matter. Yeah. But if you're just, yeah, if you're just poking the bear just because that's the trend that ain't working for you, that ain't working for you.
1: Yeah. Um, uh-huh. One thing that I think we hadn't mentioned yet, um, and I don't know how many more points you guys got. Uh, Justin, did you have a point on that?
3: No, no the point that, you know, so go back to the point. So, with all these, you know, ex, you know, superstars are getting signed by AEW, you think this is like hurting, you know, AEW and stuff, you know, that they're signing all this WWE talent? Because, you know, you had, you push all these guys towards the front, you know, Aleister Black, you know, I mean, or, you know, I still want to call him Black. I still want to
0: call him Alistair Black.
3: Yeah, Alistair Black. And then, you know, um, Andrade, you know, these guys all get pushed up toward the front, okay? And then you no. get, you push up, <laughs> and then you push these other guys, even you know, like Jungle Boy, you know, he had something going, you know, like, he kind of gets pushed to the back as <sighs> up. So there's guys that gets lost in the shuffle now because you're bringing all these um, ex WWE superstars in. Like it gets to a point where we're like okay enough's enough you know like quit signing all of these, um,
2: WWE talent so much. I don't know. That's that's just me. Well, I I mean I I'm I'm happy for Tom that he got uh you know signed to AEW. And if you guys were going to use every other name, I'm going to use his real name. Uh, I'm not going to try to say his last name because I don't want Brady Budgen Brady But I don't
0: know. Oh, it's not wrong. No, it's not,
2: the cheating, it's not the cheating quarterback. Okay. God, no. But I, I think two things are an, are an issue with this. One, you don't want to start sending so many guys that guys start to get lost in the shuffle and I, get, mm-hmm. I understand that they're you know going to be debuting a second show they're not ready for a second show they can barely book a consistent single show they are not ready for a second show at all i i mean they 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 already have AEW dark they have dark, dark elevation. elevation yeah and their their main show and they can barely book their main show consistently and they want to have a, a B show? No, you're not ready for that. Your guys are going to get lost in the shuffle and it's going to be it's going to be like it already is an ex- just a copy of WWE. They want to be an alternative, they're just being a copy.
4: And, and we saw how well it worked out for them going on Fridays. I think that's what the other show is going to be on.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it be right ready, after it, SmackDown.
4: Yeah, and it barely sniffed out five hundred thousand people. They're not ready. They're it's not Friday ready. Night, but nobody's cool, but ready for Tony it. Khan. Tony Khan thinks they are doing a great job, but because he's got the inflated ego now because he's Meltzer's boy, because he, you know he's Booker of the Year. Whatever so he takes, none of them, none of them take any type of criticism at all. Rather than taking it to heart of like, okay. I, I agree with this. I don't, I, I agree with this. I don't necessarily agree with that, but you know what? I'll take that under advisement. It's just like, no, no, we're doing such a great job. Look, look at it. Like, never mind about that. Look cool. at the bird over here. Look, look at our ratings. It's like, buddy, we're just trying to input some ideas into you to make the product. Yeah. Better. It's not because, again, we want you to succeed. We, we need this other product. Stop booking like a kid that is playing. WCW, NW, Revenge for the first time.
1: You know what? You know what? Sorry, Casey. This is just a joke I have to make. They're they're booking, like, the BTE trigger week. (laughs)
0: That's
1: what you did there.
2: That's what you did. At the the same time, you know, and and we've talked about this so many times. It's like beating a dead horse at this point. With oversaturation. You're going to add another show on Friday nights right after SmackDown. People are already tired. They want to go to bed. They're not going to stay up to watch your show. On top of that, They're when you have watch our show. When exactly? Well, obviously. When you have wrestling on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, oh. like Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday, 7 days a Tuesday
4: week. Rest days, Thursday,
2: Thursday, Thursday, and, and then rest you have indie day. shows on Saturdays. It's like too much, and then pay per views on Sundays. You, you, I, I, you need to realize when, like, okay, we we only need to have one show because it's oversaturated. Over making it even more oversaturated is not going to help you at all. It's not going to help the business. It's not going to help you because fans aren't going to want to watch anymore. Fans need a break mentally.
4: And I'll, yeah, you need to let these shows breathe. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, I just like to point this out because the other reason why I think that we're getting the show because TNT apparently, just Turner in general, are I guess okay with status quo. So that's why they're having this other this other sh- uh, other show. Plus, along with you know, Elevation, Dark, all that, they have too much talent. That they can't all be featured on television i'm like but you can intertwine them out whatever to get them some airtime, to make the stars look good you don't need another show to feature them to try to make them into a big star some guys just need to be there to get beat to make Mm -hmm. the the other star look good And and how about this yeah since their inception you know how many people they've cut one and that was Jimmy Haddock. Yep. Had it not been for the Speak Out movement, he'd still be there. So they just keep, they just pile on. They keep hoarding all this talent, and they just like WWE the does. Same people. <laughs> now, WWE uh... does the exact same thing because, again, the business. Al Snow, God bless him, put the business philosophy perfectly. The business needs to go like this. It goes like this right now. The top stars face the top stars. You have the middle card. They're kind of just going to be there, and then the the, the lower end guys are going to be pre show, main event, or they will never see the light of day.
2: Well, go ahead. The, I was just going to say an, another thing that I personally have an issue with. You know, being you know being a worker and having a bunch of friends that are workers is a lot of guys, you know, indie wrestlers will try to, you know, get into WWE doing like extra work, you know, whether it's uh, a dark match or jobbing out to somebody, whether it's a Rose backstage Bud. thing, being able to get, you know, extra work is uh, one uh, of the goals uh, oh. for a bunch of guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He, I said, he said Rosebud. He
4: said, you know, he said, you know, to, to do extra work, to be an extra, and I said, "Be a rosebud," and then all of a sudden, Justin started to. Oh, uh, oh, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, I, I did that to myself. My, <laughs> my,
2: my, my, my trainer was a rosebud asshole. Um, was he? <laughs> yeah. Lucky was he bastard? the buddy? He was a he was a rosebud. He was a medic. He got knocked out by uh, Heath Slater. So, uh, yeah, he's, hey, he's got but, kids, uh, damn it. He got yeah. kids. He got. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the, the issue with AEW is pretty much everyone on the roster, like established guys, they all have schools all over the country. So when they start to go out on the road, guys like me, guys like guys that I train with, are going to have no opportunity to get extra work. Because they're going to use guys from their schools, which, which sucks. Like, it's good for the guys that train at those schools, but it's like, we're, we're not going to be able to get an opportunity to work, do extra work for AEW. Uh, that was something that somebody brought up to me the other night. And I was like, well, that sucks. Like, but what were you going to say, Justin, if you remember? I do, do remember. So, Damn, like, with the, oh, like with the
3: like with the oversaturation, like I feel like every company they're kind of doing like copy and pasting, like doing the same stuff. And like that's why I feel like the wrestling business isn't growing right now. And like ratings aren't going up for uh, WWE. I mean, they're going de- de- definitely down for w- WWE. And then AEW they're not gaining any new fans and uh, there's this way too way too much wrestling on, and mem- I remember a few years ago, like, yeah, I was so happy wrestling on every day, you know, Monday, Wednesday, you know, Monday through uh, Monday through Sunday, I was happy. But like, I, no, this is this way too much because I, I want to live my normal life. Also, you know, I don't want to be consuming myself with a whole bunch of wrestling, <laughs> but I do love
4: it. I want well, to I... see what the outside is
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see I do... what I else... <laughs> And, what, and what maybe I'm outside. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm weird, uh, but like I can't binge watch wrestling. I like can't. I tried, I've really tried. Like I've really been behind on stuff and been like, you know what? I'm Just gonna knock you know, a couple episodes out. I've been binge
3: watching Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor is only like 50 minutes long, and you know it's it's pretty easy to sit they're through.
4: Perfect, they're perfect. It's 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 exactly what what television wrestling needs to be. The- about three or four matches, bunch of promos, couple of matches. Your 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 goal. And the same way with also,
2: NWA, for me. Yes. Go ahead. The, yes. the Briscoes match was pretty good too.
4: The Briscoes yeah, match. The, was the fire on the so farm. Enjoyable. So enjoyable. DJ, if you haven't watched that,
3: I definitely you recommend go checking it out.
4: Yes. Because there's nothing. There is nothing better in this world than. Listening to Jay Briscoe, who he can say whatever he wants because I'm afraid he would come and kill. Me. They're listening to him go, come on, get up, chicken, <laughs> get, up, get up, chicken. I, that. I was at a Ring of Honor. I was at a Ring of Honor show, and they, <laughs> God, oh these these poor two jobbers. You know they were there to make them look good, whatever though, and you know, they did a good job. But these guys were assaulted. In a work setting, these guys were insulted. And the guy I was sitting next to, I was bullshitting with most of the night, whatever, though. I'm like, if again, that's the best part I love I love about Jay, of his believability. Because he just looks like, you know, that he would, like, eat your children. And he goes, because he, <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> um,
2: I mean, and and I love Mark, because Mark's just insane. Mark, but it's not I, I've funny. Been,
4: it's not silly, it's he's, yeah. He's just crazy. And, and, I'm convinced and he's a, he is a magician in the ring.
2: I am convinced he is mentally unstable, but I love it. <laughs> like, I, I, If I, I can
4: find, it. if I can find the promo, they were doing a, they were doing a promo for an advertising for like a, an upcoming show or like a compilation DVD, whatever. Though, and Jay went through this whole thing, whatever. Though, and again, he that's his. Nickname for Mark is Chicken because they work on a chicken farm. Whatever he goes, what you think about that Chicken? And they zoom pan over to Mark, and he goes, "I can't believe it! This time next week, all the way, Jay, Jay and Mark Briscoe, and it just goes whole thing, whatever though." But I I can't look away, I can't because I'm like I that's Mark, that is Mark. It, it,
3: you know, you know. I tell you what, Ring of Honor, you know they have done, you know. Done it right during the um pandemic, you know, era. I think they've done it right. Like yeah, what the way they've right, been doing yeah. their television and like the way they've been um doing like each vignette, like the way they've been actually like going like showing these people like telling the, who these wrestlers are if we don't you know don't know who they are. Like give them some backstory. Like, okay, why should we care about this person?
1: I I think too, um, because I've already read the comment. I I feel like uh what old wrestlers older wrestlers are going to retire um and the one thing about that is you have to get me engaged in the newer guys and that's i think a lacking point right now it's like yeah. all of us love stone cold right all of us love the rock all of us love the legends that we've had but like you know love him or hate him john cena found a way to get us interested in him love him or hate him you know uh triple h oh. found a Triple H found a way to get us well, at least to hate him <laughs> at worst. Uh, you know, like you said, Roman has found a way to get us interested in him. So I but, think it depends on like build, how, how do you build your guys? And go ahead, Casey.
2: And, well, and you, and you need to, because I, I we, I've said this so many times, the rock's not going to always be there to wrestle. John Cena is not always going to be there to wrestle. You know, obviously stone cold is retired. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are not going to be there forever. You have to. Uh, Randy Orton is not going to be there forever. Yeah, you have to start building up new
1: talent and
2: getting getting us to care.
1: And and the issue is not the thing is that I think people are like, well, nobody's as talented as the Rock. Nobody's as talent. Nobody's as charismatic as Hope. Nobody is. Nobody is is just that type of guy nobody can get me convinced it's all booking because yeah well arguably you can say this is the most talented roster of wrestlers that wwe has ever had but can you get me interested in those wrestlers
3: like like and also that that goes on the writing team also you know the booking and the writing team like Oh my! God. I, I don't even like express like that person with Kanice Mobley. You know that chick who just got fired and stuff. You know she didn't know anything about re- wrestling. And she go like, "Oh, what's his name? Bobby?" You know she didn't she didn't even know the um, okay champion's name. Go ahead well,
2: I, again, and and this is where I have an issue with the that whole issue uh, w- with the, her being fired. One they in, they intentionally brought her in as an outside, you know, re- fresh viewpoint, which I c- I can understand that. Sometimes you need an outside perspective, you know, to to get come up with fresh ideas. So it's fine. My problem is and I've lost a lot of respect for wrestling fans because of this. They like made wrestling groups and chats and did all this stuff to try to get her fired there were i heard there were death threats sent to her
4: yep, yep. That they, is- they were cam they were campaigning to get her yeah. fired which was that- which is bullshit which made me com- completely change my viewpoint on it as yeah. opposed to a week ago we were like what is wrong with her but then
2: that's the that's
4: forced the issue the wrong way
2: yeah so- that's just wrong mm-hmm um, also, sidebar, uh, what you were saying, like, you know, people always say, oh, there's nobody, you know, that's as charismatic as The Rock, LA Knight. There's nobody that's, you know, <laughs> uh, that's a badass, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jay Briscoe. Like, there are guys
1: out there. There's no that, <laughs> there's no good wrestlers, AJ Styles, Zoff Like Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like
4: nobody we 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 are having the pavlovian dog reaction to watching wrestling for the moves but again there's no characters there's yeah. there's there's not that there's not that element of charisma from these from these performers yeah it's like again and it's all it's all getting into dj like you said to tap into it's like okay this guy you know is got has got a plethora of moves whatever though ricochet again why sh- why should I invest my time and energy to watch this guy it's like yes he well, he does all these cool moves okay but who is ricochet yeah it, it, it's like you know like like sell me on it and it's like you know again a guy that I would would you know for mo- modern day for the modern day effect I would say somebody like Roman I would say somebody like drew and then on the other channel I would say you know somebody, somebody like you know, um, um, the powerhouse Hobbs. Mm-hmm. He's he has a built-in great story that they could have ran with it for him as a baby face. but they turned him heel after having like one match, which made no sense. But anyway, but it's like you know that's where again, that's where you tap in with 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 promos, which AEW, to their credit, they do let these guys be themselves.
3: See, and that's and that's kind of also what's wrong with WWE. Is like everything is so scripted to a T mm-hmm. with like the, the promos that they're doing. Like nobody talks like this. Like, nobody. No, nobody talks well, like this. That's why. And it's so hard for me to invest like in some of these characters. Like, like, why are they talking like that?
2: This well, sword same- came from the
1: eyeball of the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> at,
2: at the same time. At the same time, it's an issue when you just let guys be who they, whoever they want to be. Like, it just oh, I, we're just gonna let our all of our guys be, you know, just be themselves, which is great until you realize some of you, some of you guys just suck. Like some like sometimes <laughs> yourself sucks in wrestling. Sometimes you need a gimmick. Sometimes you need a character. You need somebody to emulate a little bit. You know, like, sometimes you need something other than just yourself. Because sometimes yourself is boring and isn't going to get over. But if you get a character, a gimmick or something, you know, and and you can get gimmicks over. How, how many guys have gotten, like, r- even ridiculous gimmicks over? Goldust.
4: The Undertaker.
2: The Undertaker, yeah. Like I I and and you know nothing nothing against Dustin. Dustin's a great wrestler himself. You know, the natural. But he was given gold dust and he made it work. Mm-hmm. Mark Calloway was given Undertaker, he made it work. And and, and if you watch his old stuff before before he was taker, it was still good. But he you just found what worked. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: he made his, he elevated his character, like he made his character grow more. Which well, that's well, that's where you got well, doing this even, business.
4: Well, not even just that. Whatever, though, it was his heel run early on only lasted a year because after hmm. a while, much like anything else, it was impossible to dislike him. He didn't cheat. What he said, he did. You know the fans turned Taker, babyface, and the per- and, and the thing is just the perception changed. Nothing about like he didn't start doing rah rah speeches. It's just he turned on Jake, and then just became yeah. him and Paul became just a singular entity, whatever. That's which I again it's one of the best turns ever. It's not like Austin Brett type of double switch, whatever though. But Jake confronts him and says, Whose side are you on? And Picker just says, Not yours. And that was it. That was mm-hmm. it. The, yeah. you know, the crowd erupted. But and again, it's the same thing with when they kept trying to turn LOD back in the day uh, heels. You couldn't. They didn't cheat. They never ran away. He goes, we're gonna go out there, and we're gonna murder these guys, and they would do it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
4: Give us, give us more characters that we can tap into and believe in and get invested in.
3: And not, you know, you know, maybe what these, um, what the wrestlers, you know, they should go go with the, you know, talk with the creative team, you know, the writing team. And actually, instead of having the writing team, you know, come up with, like, all of the promos themselves. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe they probably, you know, don't come up with all themselves, but, you know, they should, you know, work back and forth with, with each other. Like, uh, they probably do. I don't know, but
4: i guarantee you I guarantee you that they do but here's the problem mm-hmm. okay you don't like this what do you want to do instead
3: yeah and, and then you to- and then you also have to and then you also have to run it by Vince also and he goes like oh I don't True. like this pa- I don't True. like this pal no this is bad pal oh but most this is of the am-
4: time drew drew talked about how he said it's like they' give me a script of, uh, but they he does what most guys should do is Take the bullet points. Okay, this is the the direction they want me to go. I'm not going to say word for word because then you're out there trying to remember the next. What was the, what was the next transition? It's like no, I'm yeah. off the cuff. Come and there, the cuff. and, then, and then make it see. sound like it's yeah. actually used, not not from the figure. Don't back. sound
3: don't sound like a robot, you know.
4: Correct.
2: Yeah. Any uh, uh,
1: final final thoughts?
2: I, I just, you know, we should we should wanna... go ahead. No, no. You go ahead. No, you go you ahead. Go ahead. Jerk. Well, Jerk. I I think before go, I think
0: go go. go, go.
3: <laughs> I think before we get off the air, I think we should tell one positive thing that's going on in wrestling right now.
2: I haven't killed Justin.
4: Fans are <laughs> fans are back, and are coming back.
2: I get to manage Gangrel.
3: Acknowledge the tribal chief Roman Reigns. <laughs> He's he's the best he's the best heel going on right now. Better than Kenny Omega.
2: Agree. I would disagree. No. But also, um, if if anyone knows uh, how much it would cost to get uh, the Briscoes on the podcast, just let me know because that would be the greatest episode ever. I don't even care about a like a formal interview. I just I just want to talk to them. <laughs> As
4: long as they bring their dad. dad.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
4: His, their dad gets it. Yeah. yeah. For a guy that's not in the business, he gets the, the shit of what it's supposed to be. All right?
2: Well, I y'all mean, get it, his...
4: y'all get it out of your system. Fight like men. Don't, let's, let, let's fight clean.
2: I, I mean, his bo- his sons have been in the business for like, what, 20 years now?
4: Last. Favorite character story. How can this be used to improve today's wrestling? Dude,
0: <laughs> and that, that's, and, a uh, and question, that's the thing. That,
4: and, that, and it's a it's a good question, but the problem is <clears throat> when people try to take the the concept of something from before, they don't and they don't put it into a, a different viewpoint. They they just copy and paste.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like to like to me. When like with, with Impact, when they when they started doing having the collaborative effort with with AEW, I would have done maybe some type of of an invasion angle of some sort, wherever the, where there is. That way you can not spill the beans per se of like, hey, we're openly doing business with Impact. No, it's just like let there be a crossover and let us get invested of what's going on which
3: it started you know it started the whole invasion angle you know with wwe and wcw at oh. the beginning it started out all right and then towards the end I'm like okay this is terrible but is terrible. but
4: the thing is at the time at the time i was invested when they had the blow off at survivor series i was hooked yeah. Yeah. i was hooked but then when you started looking at the logic and you're like this absolutely made no sense because why would you not do that angle without without Bischoff, without Sting without Hall, Nash, Goldberg Flair, etc but in terms of like a a singular <clears throat> of a singular character's you know, story it, it's tough because it, 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 to me it's just like movies, it's like everything's been done like how do you, how do you remaster or revamp something and, but again still make it your own In terms of a or it doesn't it doesn't feel so copy and paste and that would have to be I'd have to actually sit down and actually you know think
1: about that that might actually be like a a real discussion we should have maybe like on next week's show
4: like give us a week to amateur booking hour
1: mull it over that whatever but
4: just like you know you know just you know booking ideas
1: yeah I think that's definitely. Uh, a good topic for the the next show that we do because um, it'll give us a chance to kind of think about it too because um, I I mean
2: ICwp w- I, I book because
1: <laughs> I, I know Luis likes to uh put us on the spot that's that news reporter in him but uh anyway um definitely uh any any final final thoughts anyone because we'll be back uh I think we're gonna try to do this on a normal Friday basis uh yeah. Even if it's not live, um, we'll still, you know, in some way, you know, ha- have something like this. Not necessarily a state of the business per se, but maybe just a recap or something, um, just to kind of get our thoughts out there. Like a um,
3: w- weekly wrestling like wrap wa- up show. I, I, I could say it right there. Something, something like that.
2: Just a discussion in general.
1: Yeah, just just a discussion. We I mean, it may just be like it could just be based off of a question like Luis just asked. You know, a question that we've been kind of thinking about throughout the week, um, or something stupid that someone said on the internet that we want to respond we to. We have whatever. a lot of gold.
4: We have a lot of gold within the within the chats, especially yeah. when DJ actually listens to the
1: messages. But which is sometimes.
4: Okay.
1: You know, there you listen.
3: You listen more than me, so sometimes. you got you me beat there. It? Just <laughs> right?
2: in the chat.
4: <laughs>
3: I am, but I just dis- I just dis- get. Not-
2: Harry, um, the but,
1: uh
2: <laughs> Well, that got dark.
1: But um, dark, 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 dark. That that will be this that question the below that everybody can can see if you're listening. Favorite character story. How can it be used to improve today's wrestling? Will be a discussion topic for the next show coming up next week. And
2: um, uh, Justin is very depressy, so send him a lot of pictures of booty meat.
1: And that'll do it. For this uh, episode of the... Uh, I thought it was the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast. I don't know what it is at this point, but... Uh, <laughs> it's the Do Do Do
4: Podcast.
2: Do, do, right. do.
1: Today, we're going to talk about character
4: developments and how to put this out on the next show. Doot
1: do, do. um, And we're going to put them out on lawnmowers. Do, 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 if you move. If. But I do want to say... Um, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, whichever one you prefer. Also go listen to us, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Ankle, Snapple Podcast. Ma- okay, never mind. Um, all of those, all of those podcasting uh areas, you can listen to us. Definitely appreciate everybody for coming by. There's three people on, but one of them didn't comment, and I don't know if it's me. But anyway, appreciate <laughs> Ronnie for coming by, Luis for coming by, um, and whoever the third person, mystery, third person is the mystery man. Um, vacant. <laughs> uh, if if, if uh, it might be vacant, it might be the legend. The
2: the it was DJ, the oh, beast,
1: DJ. the monster, the animal, the legend, vacant. Uh, I don't know, cop, You know. But anyway, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. As always, next week we got another show coming at you. Um, is there a pay per view or something this week that we need There's to? There's actually
3: there. Oh, not this. Oh, or actually try next to week. Release. Next week there is a slime anniversary, which you know, well, but, uh, me and DJ. DJ will be preview, yeah, and why? then Money in the Bank. It's say, next July 18th week.
1: Is Money in the Bank. Yeah. So, and, I mean, then, we, we and then try to do a preview of that. Uh, yeah. Worst come to worst, Justin and I can do one, Casey and Adam can do one. So, then that way we can all give our thoughts in, in that regard. Somehow yeah. we'll, we'll figure out something. Um, we'll do something. Uh, and then
3: this Sunday is best in the world for Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, Um. but should be should be an exciting week. Um. Definitely hope you guys enjoy. Appreciate everybody for coming by. As always, uh, for Casey, Justin, Adam, DJ, we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, Booty Beats.